This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Tokus, you enter the lights and start to put everything out. You hear them shouting an alarm. Shaba and Aslo, you can see two gigantic oozes moving towards the darkness. And Shaba, you reach the ladder. The rope that you left dangling here is no longer dangling here. I confiscated Lobix. I will take the ladder. Aslo, you reach the bottom of the rope. I begin to climb the ladder. Tokus cast the darkness stone it says it's an ambush several of the cultists move up into melee range and try to surround you i was afraid of that you just get to that ladder misty step back 15 feet run pick up stripey jump action surge and jump again the total puts you 10 feet up i think i should spend my whole turn climbing there's not much hope of them catching up shava as you near the top you see a little hint of light i knew it it was a decoy there's another camp at the top The cult knows no end. Oh, but we've, like, blew all our stuff. Dude, we've got stuff left. Don't worry. Yeah. Just climb. Climb, Tokus. Oh, my goodness. If we're not in initiative, where am I in my movement? I guess it doesn't matter, right? Where, like, how far away from the top am I at this point? So you spot the light when you're about 15 feet down. Okay, and is there just one rope alongside it or multiple? Uh, There's just the one right now that's hanging all the way down, Mm -hmm. but you look carefully and you can see that the light is shining on another big box that's suspended up above. And it looks like they do actually have pulley systems set up to lower supplies down and all that stuff. All right, first thing I do is close my lantern home. Then I look down at my companions and I give them the signal. I see somebody up there. I tell them to wait. And then I'll make a stealth check to get up the rest of the way and peek over and see what I see. Uh, that is an 18 on my stealth. Counting the plus 10? Uh, no, because the pass without trace is concentration. Oh, concentration. I cast spike growth thereafter. Okay. Mm, bummer. So I rolled a 12 and stealth is plus 6. Okay, well, you climb up to the top and peek over the side of the ledge. <laughs> and this was not that big of an area. It's a rather, relatively small ledge with the door there. Mm. And you can see one small campfire set up here and sitting around it, resting at the moment, six humanoid figures, six cultists in robes. Mm. There's also one more of these slimes that's just kind of sitting out there near an open crate, but either came out or hasn't been loaded yet. Weird. What? They control the slimes? And they have some other boxes of various sizes. None of them look big enough to hold the slimes other than the one that's open right next to it, but other boxes of supplies and things. And the door leading back out of this cave is currently open into the next room. You don't see anyone back there. Okay. Hmm. But the ladder is down, and it looks ready to be climbed. Hmm. Hmm. Boy. Is there a path through the room? Like, behind the, the crates and stuff? Well, their campfire is set like 10 feet away from the ledge right in front of you, so they would probably spot you if you were to go over the top, but you could potentially work your way around, you think, some crates on the left side and get to the doorway with relative cover. Okay. First thing I do is raise the hood on my cultist robe to wreathe my face in shadow. And then, yes, I'll make another stealth check to try to do that, to try to get behind. I'm not going to try to 
make my escape yet, but I'm going to try to get uh, behind some crates. The way they're positioned, they're going to see you immediately when you go over the top, but you might be able to like slide to the side away from the ladder, just like shimmying along the ledge, and then pull yourself up if you wanted to get up that way. Mm-hmm. It's a little dangerous, but might be worth it. Yeah. Um, hmm. So there's just they're just sitting around the fire? Yeah. One of them looks decently armed, the other's less so. Okay. But these aren't like captain level status. Does he see the a mask. cult mask? No, not on them. One of them has a red dot on its, his forehead, but no mask. Hmm. Hmm. So these we could actually maybe fight, but I don't know if we have time to. Yeah. <laughs> like Thane said, they were burning the web. I think we could take them if we have to. They're definitely climbing up it by this point. I could invisibility us, and so that the two of us could at least get some distance away before Tokus comes clanking up. I like that idea. <laughs> we also cut the rope. That slows them down. Tokus can web again. Oh, we're not an initiative. Perfect. Right. We kind of go more into planning mode. Yeah, this is our surprise round to get. Yeah. But we don't have infinite time because they are climbing up. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And I we kind of do a similar tactic where Stripey and I are the distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Invisibility us. Let's do it. Okay. Invisibility number two. Nice. All right. So then I will climb up the rest of the way and shimmy behind the crates and get as far into the room as I can or into the little area as I can um, and take out my bow and wait for Aslo to sidle up alongside me. And I will do that. I start slowly moving in that direction until I bump into him. All right, shoulder to shoulder. Okay, so you're both just standing invisible behind the crates. You could, if you wanted to, make it all the way around to the back room without much difficulty. Actually, uh, Azal, you do need to make your stealth check as you're getting up to the top. Mm, okay. Um, session inspiration time. Oh, yeah. Mm. 19 for me. Was it relevant? It was. A 10 and a 5, yeah. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> Very nice. Guys, when we fought the, the red slime before... Did there, was there some kind of energy resistance to it? Didn't somebody mm-hmm. try to do something yes. to it and it, like, buffed it? Or yes. What was it? What was that energy type? My hex. hex? The necrotic damage? Necrotic. I want to say it was, like, resistant to normal damage, like slashing, piercing, something like that. Uh. And then it was not to most magic energies. With regards to the slime, it starts to move towards you. After you get up there, it's kind of mm. slowly working its way along the edge. Of the okay, edge. gotcha. All right. Yeah, because it doesn't have eyes. It ha- it senses, right? Right, right. Okay, so... How do slimes detect? Probably like tremor sense, maybe? Yeah. All right, so we'll just... I'll just go toward the ladder. Okay, so you're just getting past this whole ledge and mm-hmm. into yeah. the next room. Getting past everything and going to the ladder. Mm-hmm. Bow's still out. Um, but yeah, no, this is just an out-of-character moment. I'm just trying to remember if we had determined what the deal was with the slime. I mean, the slime is the most threatening thing because it can engulf Stripey and I. So we said resistant to non-magical damage or resistant to magical damage? I'm pretty sure it was resistant to non-magical. It's resistant to non-magical and it's even immune to necrotic. Okay. Actually, it even seemed like it was healed by it, if I remember correctly. Okay. So I'll give Aslo an elbow and then move off. You know, one of us could hypothetically find this information by going to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash damage guild, and looking at the stat block for the Red Ooze, but we're not that kind of player, so... Yeah, I, th- I thought of that, but I'm not a <laughs> cheater, so... <laughs> so I didn't want to... But one of our listeners could find that information. That is true. By going to patreon.com slash damage guild. And if you're not already a patron, we have lots of great rewards there to support the show and get <laughs> some extra content. 
like stat blocks. <laughs> you two are going to try to help me and Stripey get through this group of guys, right? Oh, of course. We're not just going to leave. We're just going posi- <laughs> to oh, position yeah. ourselves I mean, by the ladder. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to do. I've got my bow out. And something, yeah, something else to think about. The enemies that are coming up the natural ladder that we've left behind, well, we have a lead on, I should say, Half of them are still asleep from the hypnotic pattern, so only, like, the half that wasn't charmed. I just ended it by casting invisibility. Mm, yeah, yeah, okay, but they're, like, farther behind than everybody else that was climbing. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. It's a 200-foot climb. You can wake someone else up with an action. Right. Ah, okay, so they're they're probably all awake at this point. And do remember we have our cultist robes on. Mm-hmm. Did we cut the rope yet, dudes? No. Uh, no, but you should do that. I should do that and maybe kill from falling damage <laughs> a number of them. You should. You should be able to see if there are any climbing because they're still lit by the camp. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Thane, you said that there is a big dangling crate on a pulley. Yes. What happens if I cut the rope? What is it dangling over? Yeah, what is it dangling over? The chasm? The pit, so there's nothing underneath it. From our position back where we are, like at the entrance to the room, is the rope coming to that area? Like, how is it held up? There's the bar that was used to bar the door shut, Uh and that's just Mm. stuck there with the rope around it. Okay. Okay. So back from where we are, I could, uh, cut the rope from there and just send it crashing down. Yeah. yeah. We don't know if it actually hit anybody. So the slime is moving closer to you two, and it's actually kind of turning towards the camp because you've moved back. So all the other people are now alerted to this strange behavior that the slime is showing. They're like standing up and just backing away from it and looking around. <laughs> okay, well I'm not making my entrance just yet. We're also still not an initiative. Correct. So you saw the rope, Tokus. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and cut the rope. And while he does that, I'm going to cut the rope that's holding the crate up. Well, you don't want to do that yet until I'm past the crate, because couldn't the crate fall and hit me and stripey? No, the crate's not. It's off to the side. Yeah, it's, it's off, off to the, to the side. side. Yeah, okay. It's not going to hit you. But could it even hit some of our f- pursuers? The idea is to cause a distraction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like the idea. Let's distract away. Yep, so I slash that rope. That would take you out of invisibility, though, wouldn't it? No, it's not an no, attack. No, it's not an attack. Oh. So... Tokus cuts the lower rope, and you're looking down. You can't see a whole lot at this distance, but... Do I hear some screams of terror? <laughs> Music to Tokus's ears. <laughs> you hear a few screams, and you think you can see a couple of them falling down. <laughs> oh my goodness. Nice. Maybe not enough to kill them, because you're not sure how high they were up the rope, but... Right. Those brave souls. <laughs> Before Shaba finishes cutting his rope, we're going to have to get into initiative. If you win initiative, you cut the rope. Otherwise, the slime is going to act first because mm. it's been moving towards you this whole time. So let's roll initiative. Okay. Well, does if, if we're going to get into initiative, then Jay doesn't need to sit there and finish cutting the rope. Right. True. All right. Tokus is on an 18. Aslo is a 17. Shaba is on a 7, and Stripe is on a 4. Tokus is first, so you've just finished cutting the rope. Yep. Uh, I'm going to come up over the ledge with Stripes. And make yourself known. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so you go over the top, and they spot you, and you do not match the size of anyone in their group. <laughs> I am in my cultist <laughs> gear, though. Hey, guys. Uh, don't know if you heard any of the noise down there, did you? We, uh, we could use some help down there. Make a deception check. A very hard deception check. (laughs) Are are any of them dwarves? Uh, No. I'm Frank's child. It's me, little Timmy. I rolled really well, actually. Uh, I already used my bardic, though. All right, plus my negative modifier. 
I, I rolled an 18, and my charisma is a minus 2, so 16 deception check. Not too shabby. Well, that was my base roll, and I have bonuses. Uh, mm. Okay. And you have penalties anyway, because that's a really hard to believe why in this situation. <laughs> well, I also don't want to spend this as my whole turn, though. Yeah, just talking. Most of your turn is climbing up the rope, your movement anyway. Right. So you're at the top, you're talking, I guess you have your action left to do. Okay. So I don't have any more movement? I've got long strider up. I'll give you an ex- another 10 feet of movement so you could close with the closest guy. I'm trying to think if I actually want to do that. If I close with the closest guy, I'm next to some of the others, right? You're near them. There's only one that would be that close. Can I just get to the campfire? Like, where the, what they were surrounded around? Or surrounding? You can long jump. <laughs> That's true. Well, it's still limited by his speed. Yeah. So, sure, you can run to the fire? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm considering using an item that we, like, never use, ever. Because, I mean, the goal isn't to deal lots of damage. The goal is to do crowd control sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the boots. So, what about the boots? Because mm. <laughs> this is also magical damage, and maybe the ooze is within 15 feet of me. Yeah. This would hit Stripey, though. Mm. My thought with using the cowboy cleats is I could knock some of them prone, and then he slips by. Stripey's going at the end, after Shaba. Yeah. Oh, Stripey's at the very end. So, when, when are they going to act? You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't hate this attack. I could deal a d6 to all of them here. Yeah, it's decent. If you get to knock some of them prone and then run by, they'll stand up. But anyway. Well, they won't be able to chase after you guys. Shaba's visible now, right? Or no, he's not. Mm-mm. No, I'm not visible. But again, do we want to fight these guys or do we just want to get out of here? Yeah, maybe we just want to get out. I don't want to fight them. I want to get out. Yeah, I don't think you want to f- we want to fight them. Well, if I move, move, they all get to hit me, don't they? No, not a- you haven't approached the campfire yet. You're not next to them. You're right at the top of the ledge. I thought I said I moved to the campfire. So you're saying maybe do what you guys did, which is move behind the crates? Right. Mm-hmm. Circle around. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's good. All right, so I see I see that our conversation goes south very quickly. <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess I take Stripey with me and circle around the crates as my second. As Yeah, I'll take the dash. Nice. Okay, so you can make it most of the way around the edge of the ledge. And you're close to the door already. Dude, we're so fast. <laughs> this long strider has been pretty sweet. Aslo, Tokus is actually probably next to you at this point. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> just freak him out. Just put your hand on his shoulder. <laughs> give him a wet willy. Yeah. Couldn't you just crowd control these guys? Your your other hypnotic uh, already wore off. The wet willy is better. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I spend my action giving you a wet willy. You, you use your free action to give me a wet willy. Yeah. Ooh. Item interaction. Um, I have uh, zero third level spell slots remaining. So, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, that means I cannot cast hypnotic pattern again. Couldn't you just uh, blow them off the cliff with a thunder wave? Yeah. Could you thunder wave them? <laughs> Heck yeah, you could. <laughs> does thunder waves cone get stronger if you put extra spell slots into it? Uh, it deals more damage. Yeah. Oh, it just deals more. Yep. But that could push them back far enough to have a hard time engaging us, right? Makes a 15-foot cube and pushes them 10 feet if they fail to save. It would push them to the edge, closest ones. Yeah, because Tokus moved 10 feet up to get to the closest one, so... I mean, that'd make it harder for them to engage us. Like, they wouldn't be able to get Aslo and Shaba entangled in combat. I don't know. It's just, it's just a thought. I, I we're, we're thinking crowd control. We're not so much thinking combat. We're just trying to get out. Yeah, I feel like you just... If it's not going to push them off the cliff, then yeah. it's not worth doing. Yeah, maybe just go. And just keep moving. Yeah. Okay, I do that. I uh, move over toward the ladder. So you just run past everything? Yep. Okay. One of the cultists that has the red marking 
shouts at Tokus and says, Halt! And make a wisdom save. Oh, oh is this magical? Yes, so you have advantage because you're a gnome. Sweet. <laughs> right, that's only so good. Let's get a better roll, please. Oh, much better. So I get a plus one to this because of the armband, correct? Yes. So I rolled a 10 and a 16, so that would be a 17. Nice. Okay. Hmm. You resist the compulsion to stop moving? I don't, don't want to stop. Are you crazy? <laughs> Why would you tell me that right you now? Out of your mind. Clearly, I'm on my way out. <laughs> crazy cultist. <laughs> so the one heavily armored guy closes with Tokus. He's got long sword in one hand, short sword in the other, and he attacks. Miss and miss and crit. Ouch. Did I have my shield out? I guess I didn't say that I did. I should have. That was mm-hmm. a free item act interaction. It's not free. To it's an action it to ready your shield. To oh, take really? Out your shield. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay, so I did the extra movement instead. Yeah. You take nine points of damage from the short sword. Minus the resilience, right? No, that's expired at this point. It's only a minute I was going to say it's probably expired. Uh, okay. Mm. Yeah, right. so I take full damages. I'm at 18, dudes. All right. Then the other four that haven't acted close in on you and Stripey. One of them hits for seven points of damage, and another critical on Tokus for 11 points. Yep. Might be going down, guys. Uh Uh-oh. That's seven. And then the slime moves around the campfire and then veers off to the side to attack Aslo because the door is some smaller area to fit through. Mm. Oh, it doesn't want to squeeze itself. Makes sense. It strikes you. Pseudopod for... Uh, let's see. I'm going to use my reaction to force a reroll with second chance. Yeah. I rolled higher. Dang it. <laughs> so you take 12 bludgeoning damage plus Ouch. 5 necrotic damage. Oof. And the slime attempts to engulf you. So you make a strength save. I was afeard of that. Strength save. Ooh, I am a particularly strong little halfling. No, I'm not. Um, did you already use your session? Yeah, I did. Oh, boy. Do I have anything else? Mm, nope, I don't think so. Well, if you roll a one, you get a reroll, so... Yes, all right. Here's for a one. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just saying, if you roll a one. All right, that is a total of 17. That's enough. You pull back and don't get sucked into the slime. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. Good gravy. Shaba. So the slime is basically blocking the doorway now, so Tokus, you can't get in there. Mm. Unless you run through it. Might be time for me to leave Stripey behind, Shaba. Stripey's tethered to you. I tried to take him with me. There's really only one thing I have left in my toolbox to get around the slime if it's blocking the doorway. I, I tried, Jay. I tried. I can't take him with me if I Misty Step. Oh, mm. right, true. Misty Step sounds like the only way I can get through the slime. Mm. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to finish cutting this. I'm just going to start climbing the ladder. Actually, Aslo moved to, into the room, too, didn't you, actually? Yeah. yeah, we were both past where That's right. the doorway was. Yeah. So you two are inside the room. The slime was just reaching through it to try to grab you. Okay. And Tokus and Stripey are outside. So Shaba climbs up the ladder, and you feel like he might be bending a few of the rungs. <laughs> How far up is it? 60 feet. And Stripey... I mean, if you can get Stripey to push through the slime, then maybe one of us could carry him. I, I just... I don't know what to do. 
Mm. Well, he's tethered to you, so he needs to wait. He can attack anyone that's around. Okay. He could attack. He could bite through the rope and then try to make a break for it. Can you run through a slime? Probably not. You could run into it. Yeah, you can definitely (laughs) run into it. (laughs) He could run into inside of the slime. And then on his next turn, he could attempt to run out of the slime. That's true. To escape. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's actually true. Okay. <laughs> and he would be safe inside of the slime. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to leave him behind with the... Because, like, I'm, I'm at seven, Jay. Like, I probably should misty step and not take any more damage. You're, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So, I think this is a long shot. But. Does the rope go with Tokus if he misty steps? No. I don't think so. When I had the webbing attached to me, I left the webbing behind, didn't I? Or did it come with No, the rope is an item that's attached to your person. Stripey is not an item. I'd say the majority of the rope is around Stripey, so it'll stay with him. Okay. Since you had to tie it up into a harness. Right. Mm. Right. I mean, one of us could grab the harness and haul him up. Okay. Right. So you can ready an action, but you can't ready a move, right? Well, dash is an action. Okay. Well, but but I'm saying, like, if he were to attack, then he wouldn't have an action to ready after Toka's Misty Steps. Correct. He wouldn't be able to move as his reaction. Well, I think Stripey's enough, smart enough, that he could see that he needs to gnaw through the rope. No, 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 no. I'm saying he needs to ready his action to move after you Misty Step. Otherwise, he's stuck there. Mm. He can't attack this turn and just do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just be left there all alone. Right. Well, I thought he was jumping into the ooze. Well, yeah, but he needs to be able to move over to the ooze to do that. So he's going to ready a dash action so that after you misty step, he can go. Mm -hmm. He's not going to waste his turn attacking. It's pointless. Order of operations. Right. It's completely pointless for him to attack. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. So so he readies to move, and I'm probably going to teleport. Right. Strapey's tugging at the rope, trying to get there. Yeah. So the ooze is, like, suctioned to the doorway, so it's, like, completely blocking it, right? It's blocking it, definitely. Okay. Actually, it's probably filling up the doorway, partially squeezed through since it went after Asla. Okay. Tokus? Man, I just don't know what to do here. I'm thinking it's Missy Step. That's my bonus, though, so I wouldn't be able to use recovery, because that is a bonus action. I could also try to thunder wave it out of the doorway. That I go before you go. Oh, you mean as far as Stripey's hope? For getting Stripey through, yeah. For getting Stripey through, yeah. So I think I have to miss these. Can I, how big is the jello? Ten feet-ish. It's large. Yeah, fills roughly ten foot space. So I can move next to it, then Misty to the other side. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Or do I should I not move at all? You're lucky that it's somewhat transparent because you have to be able to see your destination. Yeah, exactly. It yeah, you can see through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is very relevant. If it wasn't a news, you're right. I wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah. Right. So is this a legal play? Am I good to go? Can I teleport to the other side? Uh, yeah. How long? What's the range on the teleport? Thirty feet. It's a 15... No, Misty oh, Step is, is, it longer misty than step is 30 feet. 30? Yep. Yeah. What? Yeah. I think it's... No, Misty Step is 30 for sure. Because my other character in our bonus campaign Ooh. for Patreon has Misty Step. Wow. Patreon.com slash Damage Guild. <laughs> also available at Patreon.com slash Damage Guild. Briefly surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport up to 30 feet. Heck yeah. Yeah, To dude. an unoccupied space you can see. Absolutely, and you can see through that ooze. Through oozes. <laughs> through an ooze, even if it's a little red and... Yeah. Yep. Thank goodness they're translucent. So you can teleport from where you are. Which is important because I don't want to incur attacks. attacks. Right. So with the snap of my fingers and a puff of smoke, <laughs> black smoke, Dark evil wisps. smoke, 
dark wisps of dark energy, Tokus slips into the shadow realm. <laughs> sorry, Stripey. And appears on the other side. Reemerges on the other side of the slime. He's like, sorry, but not sorry to Stripey. And <laughs> sorry, disappears. Not sorry, Stripey. We knew it would come to this someday. <laughs> Tokus has just been waiting for that day to come. <laughs> <laughs> I considered cutting the rope as we were uh, dangling over the ladder there, but <laughs> I waited until now. <laughs> well, no, seriously, my back's against the wall. I don't see another way. I'm at seven life. No, you, you did. Mm-hmm. You did the right thing. You made the right play. I can't let Shaba see me like this. Like, that, if anything, that's the regret that Tokus has. Is like that Shaba will see that I have abandoned Stripey. Well, clearly, this is the last mm. time that I leave him with you. So, <laughs> all right. So I do that, and then uh, I guess I should start moving up the ladder. You're still next to the slime, so it could attack you as you try to escape. What? With the 30 feet teleport? With the angle that you're at, you can teleport to the other side of the slime in the room, but you can't really see much into the room. I use my action to disengage? Yes. Can't he run toward the slime and then teleport farther than No, him? if I move, there's a big scary dual wielder that's already on me. Ah, uh, okay. Natokas, you're correct. So you misty does a bonus action. You use your action to disengage right. and then you move. To disengage and I do mm. a normal move instead of move move. Correct. Gotcha. So I will disengage from the slime. And start climbing up the ladder. Yeah, let's go, go, go. Nice. So your feet are a little bit above the ceiling. Nice. I was going to say I still have the um, long strider, as does Stripey, which could be relevant, Jay. Mm, true. Okay. Aslo? So I can try to thunder wave it. Wouldn't that just blast the slime onto Stripey? No. Stripey's far enough away from it that he's not going to... Yeah. Okay, so you could blast it out of the Out of the, the doorway, doorway so that Stripey can run past. And Stripey can slip past because yeah. he's got a ready dash. Yeah. Wait, we have a better way to do this. Brian, you have a guaranteed 10-foot push. I do. Or a, a better guaranteed 10-foot push than Thunderwave. What's that? You're a swords bard. <laughs> you are a college of swords bard. Yeah, but he's at the ladder. If he goes up, he has to engage it in melee. What? No, he just shoots it. He's already in melee. I thought he's standing by the ladder. It's a very small room. He's right next to the ladder and the slime. Okay. Mm. You have so many more chances to push the slime if you attack it versus... Like, don't you have three attacks in melee combat? I'm also going to point out that the slime acts after Aslo and before Stripey. But Stripey ready to dash. Although Stripey has a run readied. Yeah, Stripey has a ready dash action for when Tokus misties. So Stripey should take his action first. He's Yeah, he's ready and he's waiting for the opportunity to slip by the slime. That would just put Stripey into the slime. It would put him into the slime. I think mm. what Jay's saying is Stripey's ready to move for the opportunity. Right. Like, there's no, there's nothing that says he has to use the movement on a particular turn, right? In other words, like, stri- Stripey's ready to pounce, and he's waiting for the command from his, his master, right? Like, he's, I don't know. Yeah, but the readied action, part of the stipulation is it has to be a specific trigger. And the trigger was you, Misty, stepping away. Yeah. Well, hang on. If the slime is pushed, where does Stripey go? Like, okay, let's say that Stripey did hop into the slime. Well, okay, so Stripey can take the dash action now, but he doesn't have to run directly into the slime. He can run around the side, wait for Aslo to blast the slime away, and then That's true. cut through. He doesn't have to run directly into it. He can still dash wherever he wants. 
Yeah, I think that's the best play. Stripey will be subject to attacks from those around him. Fair enough. How does your push attack read, Brian? If the weapon attack hits, I can spend a Bardic Inspiration die, can do Mobile Flourish, push the target a number of feet away from you, equal to five plus the result of the Bardic Inspiration die. So it's not really guaranteed. It's guaranteed that it'll push if I hit. Right, which is a little maybe better than Thunderwave. How does Thunderwave again work? Thunderwave is if they fail the con save, then they get pushed 10 feet away. What happens if you push the slime into some squares occupied by the cultists? <laughs> and why doesn't why does the slime know not to attack the cultists? Good question. Are they wearing some special cologne or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a wild guess that it's magic. Yeah, but... Like, what kind of magic? I don't know. <laughs> I, I like that idea. I mean, I think it involves pushing. I was thinking about the wording on those abilities. It's not like you can push Stripey out of the slime. Although you might be able to pull him out of the slime. Yeah, I was thinking if he attacked. No, you don't You don't know Lightning Lore. No, you could pull him out with Lightning Lore. Well, Tokus is also at 7 HP. But you're up on the ladder, and it's a small room. Fair enough, but I'm trying to figure this out if Brian could do it. You could also, it's possible to try to just reach inside and pull something out. Oh, it is. Okay. Hmm. Huh. Maybe that's what Stripey wants to do then. Since his action triggers before Aslo's turn, then he can run straight into the ooze, assuming he survives the attacks that he takes. And then Aslo can grab him and start climbing. It is an option. What is that kind of a check? Is that like a strength check? <laughs> yeah, strength check to pull him out. That seems not great. I like the guaranteed mm. push. Like, couldn't... So if if an ooze is pushed and it has an object inside of itself, does the object inside of itself move with the ooze that's pushed? Yes. Okay. Um, if Brian attacked Stripey with Mobile Flourish and hit, <laughs> he moves only Stripey, correct? Yeah, but then I'd push him out of the ooze back the way he came yeah well that's that's see that's what i'm trying to figure out is if you could get the angle so that you push stripey sideways no No. Uh because i'm inside the room i would push him back out of the room it wouldn't work that way right all right i'm just gonna do the the mobile flourish so stripey goes around to the side i'm gonna try to attack it and see if i can push it back okay i think that's probably the best plan he gets hit twice for 12 total points of damage okay what's his life total that's for me to know and for you to not know. No, it's, I'm, it's, I'm invested <laughs> here. I'm trying to see no, if we I'm can kidding. save him. I'm kidding. He's at 20 <laughs> after the damage. Oh, boy. So Stripey is next to the doorway, next to the slime. Yep. Aslo, you mobile flourish. You try to push the slime with your rapier. Shing. Take out one of my swords. Does that make sense? Like, Aslo's not worth losing, though, here. Like, if anything, maybe he could move after doing this? Well, yeah, I mean... I am right at the base of the ladder, so I'm going to take my two attacks with the attack action and then climb. And then see what happens, yeah. 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 Like, if we can recover Stripey, great, but I feel like that's a bonus goal. So that is a 17 to hit on the first one. Hit. All right. So let's see what my Bardic Inspiration die is. That is a four. So it takes a total of... Eight damage, and I push him nine feet away. Nice. All right, that's out of the door. Did you push him into one of the cultists? <laughs> yeah. Can he push in such a way that it's in the way of the cultists? Because, like, we kind of need the ooze to serve as some terrain here. Right. <laughs> I mean, most of the cultists went off to the side to attack you in melee. I think the main goal is to get Stripey through. Right. right. I'm happy with that outcome. It was an action to carry Stripey, but I feel like that's an item interaction to pick up the rope. 
right? Couldn't like Aslo yeah. move another few feet, grab the rope? And it would be. Actually, yeah, the rope is still on Stripey, so you could just hook it to yourself, like tie it to your belt. But I'm not strong enough to carry him, probably. You're not carrying him, you're moving with him. Yeah, what's your total encumbrance? That I don't know offhand, but my strength is only a 10. Stripey's also a willing object. It's not like he doesn't want to come with Aslo. Oh, you're saying right? just pulling him over to the ladder? Just saying tying the rope around your belt and then just climbing. And then you move. Just like Tokus did. Mm. We might be able to exchange him to one of us. Yeah, so since you're not picking Stripey up physically, then you're just interacting with the rope, which is an item interaction. Mm. I think he should just grab the rope instead of tying it. Right, couldn't he... Bring it over to one of you to tie yes. on. Yeah. This is a long shot. I'm worried we're going to get ourselves killed trying to get him out of here. I'm 30 feet up the ladder. Right. But the good the good news is the ooze is away and Stripey is right next to where it was. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't have to spend a lot of your movement to get to him to grab him. You could just reach around the doorway and grab, <laughs> grab his rope. Yeah. But how does movement work after that? Blade Flourish also gives me an extra 10 feet of movement this round, ah. so... Wow, that's nice. So I'll, you know, step forward a couple feet if I have to, grab the rope, move back over the ladder, and um, I can probably start, maybe I can start climbing and pass it off to Tokus, who's right above me. Yeah, you start climbing up, Tokus is right above the ceiling, so Tokus is like 10, 15 feet up, I think, 10 or 15 feet up. Mm -hmm. I can come back down and grab it. How does this all work? <laughs> I mean, you're essentially trying to drag Stripey here. Sure. Picking up the rope is for free, sure. But then you're dragging him, which is definitely something. But I'm also right next to the ladder, too. Yeah, it's probably just slowing you down like half speed. Yeah, he's not really dragging him all that far, because the ladder's right next to the door and Stripey's right next to the door. So it's at most five feet, maybe ten feet. Yeah. So you're at the bottom of the ladder, you're holding the end of the leash, and Stripey's in the doorway. Okay. And you still have the rest of your movement. I do, yeah. I can start climbing. Again, I don't, I, I'm assuming that I'm not strong enough to carry a huge badger as a halfling with a 10 strength. Right, but you've <laughs> got his lead line, which was long enough for Tokus to walk him. Hmm. Well, would the ooze be squeezing if it tried to move through the doorway? It doesn't really have to squeeze. It just deforms itself to move through. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else we can do for him this turn. I think it's probably I lead him over to the ladder, you drop down and grab him and start climbing. Yeah. I mean, the only advantage we have is that this is a a small space. Yeah. Right. Like, so hopefully not all of the assailants can converge on Stripey. Oh, wait. Why don't we close the door, dude? Now that we're all inside the room, (laughs) I close the door and throw the bar over it. (laughs) You've used up a lot of your actions, though. Yeah. Pulling him in is your free action. Item action, action. yeah. So you're out of options at that point. So wait, but he still has an entire entire move, right? Mm -hmm. Except for what what it took you to get stripey. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Who goes, what's the initiative order after me? My turn. Ah, bummer. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's a way around this, huh? Doesn't seem like it. You have a bonus action left. You do have your bonus action. Hmm. You could bardic stripey, and then maybe it helps him on a strength check if the ooze tries to engulf him. We need to decide once and for all what stripey's actual size and weight are, because it's become relevant more than one time. <laughs> well, didn't he officially grow at one point? Well, what's the, yeah, what's the ruling on the hunter class page? I did say that he grew. Yeah. He was just like a small badger, and then you reached a certain level. He grew to like a to large... medium 
Oh, to large? No, sorry. I medium, meant like... Uh, to a medium he's creature. He's a medium. So what is a medium creature-sized badger? Yeah, good question. Because badgers are small. It says the average weight of a bat of a regular badger is 25 to 35 pounds. So what would a fantasy... Fantasy... Lo- no, this is like a, a D&D, like Forgotten Realms wiki. Uh, giant badger... Medium-sized badger. Also, I'm a small-sized creature. Right. But it says a badger... He could carry you, Aslo. <laughs> says that normally a badger is a tiny creature. Huh. So giant badger... Okay, yeah, giant badger is medium. So if he's a giant badger, of course, it doesn't have his weight in his uh, stat block. I don't know where this number came from, but I have written down Stripey is 52 pounds. 52 pounds. Okay. Yeah, I can't find anything more conclusive than that. That's just on my note card. So he's medium size, 52 pounds. 52 pounds. He might have just been small sized, actually, so that we could still have him doing small badger things. Right. (laughs) And fitting in your pack and stuff. Yeah, I remember at least at the beginning of the game, we made him smaller than the typical animal companion because he was just a regular badger at that point before he attained his powers. Yeah, so he's probably small size and 52 pounds. 52 pounds. Okay, well, that's... Aslo can lift more than that, but obviously it depends on how much weight you're also carrying as far as mm. whether you can start carrying him up. Yeah. We also need to establish how long his the lead line is, the rope that Tokus was holding as his leash while you were <laughs> walking around. Because this is all very relevant weights and distances right now. Mm. Yeah, it, and... If the plan was for Aslo to drag him up the ladder, like to carry him up the ladder, then he shouldn't just use his item interaction to grab the rope and drag him. He should just attach Stripey to himself. Right. Mm. So can Aslo go up the ladder with Stripey tied to him or not is the question. It would be possible. I would count that as encumbered. Mm. Which means half movement. Ten feet slower. But he had ten feet from his ability. Ten extra feet. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So doesn't that balance out his movements normal then, essentially? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So you run outside, you grab the rope, start pulling Stripey back in. Mm -hmm. You're dragging him along faster than he was ready to run. You can start trying to climb, holding on to the rope. With the intent to pass it off to Tokus. Yeah, that's probably your best option. Mm. And I'd say that if Tokus then climbs down a couple of rungs, he can grab the rope before Stripey leaves the ground. Okay. Okay. Cool. That solves it. So the rope, the rope has some length to it. Right. Yeah. I would assume it's one of our fifty-foot ropes. You probably used up a bunch for the harness, but mm-hmm. it still leaves at least ten, twenty feet. Right. That's what I was thinking. Is like ten feet of lead. Yeah. For the leash. Okay. That works. Then I do that. But what's important is that all of us are on the ladder, thus making melee attacks a little tougher from the enemy. But Stripey's still exposed. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't bardic stripey, right? Can I? Did you use your bonus action? Does he have to understand you or just hear you? Uh, a creature who can hear you. I want to double check that, though. That's just what I have written down. That's weird. Have I never tried to bardic him before? Not usually. Uh, I feel like you have before, like on rare occasions. Okay. Because he is an ally. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just all they have to do is be able to hear me. Okay. So you inspire stripey? Yes, I do. All right. Well... The spellcasting cultist targets Aslo, and Aslo needs to make a dexterity save. Dex, okay. Let's say 12, Thane. Oh, well, you can... Here's a, a nice note. You can actually use bardic inspiration while invisible without breaking your invisibility. Ah, there you go. Really? That's true. Yeah. 
but wouldn't people hear you doing... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, Aslo, as you're climbing up the ladder, a light engulfs you, but you dodge out of the way, off to the side, hanging from one hand. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. And the slime begins to move up and tries to attack Stripey, the one remaining target. Stripey only has an AC of 13, so that's a hit. Is it wrong for me to think if the ooze moves towards the ladder, isn't it going to impede some of the movement of the others? Oh, for sure, yeah. It's stuffed in there. Well, none of the others are getting into the room. Mm-hmm. Right. The slime filled that whole space. That's that's what I'm that's what I was getting at. Right. It's yeah, yeah it's blocking them from getting in. Sure. So we kind of want the ooze to chase us because it creates right. impossible terrain for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we hate the ooze, but it's also our salvation. Right. We love it at the same time. <laughs> All right. Stripey takes nine from the hit and three necrotic mm-hmm. and has to make a strength save. With a bardic? With a bardic. Does Stripey get a, a session inspiration? <laughs> and it's a strength save? Well, his strength is pretty good. And he has proficiency on saves. So, So, oh yeah, that adds my proficiency bonus? Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. So... All comes down to this roll. All of Aslo's heroism might be a waste. (laughs) Yeah, so his total bonus is plus five, and then he's also got the bardic. The bardic was a key... All right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we're going to have to use the bardic. (laughs) So, I rolled a two. These dice have been rolling really poorly for the most part tonight. So, that's a seven. I don't even know if, if with the with, Bardic he can... With proficiency and Bardic? Yeah. Without the Bardic so far. Without Bardic, yeah. So oh. his strength bonus is plus two, the profi- proficiency bonus is plus three, and then I rolled a two. Hmm. So... If you roll perfect... Then there's a chance. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if you get a 15, maybe that's good enough. Right. So, uh, otherwise, yeah. Probably worth it. Yep. Here we go. I don't know what else he's going to use it on. Uh, nope, that's a three. So, ten? Yeah, ten is not going to make it. Ah. So, Stripey gets pulled back into the slime. You are still holding the end of the rope. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I guess Tuckers is just going to have to make a strength check to pluck him out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We will see. And the rest, rest of the cultists don't get to attack you with their turns because slime is blocking everything. <laughs> They're like pacing outside the slime, like looking through the slime. Okay, Stripey's turn is next. He can try to break out. Natural twenty. Nice. Right. He he's, bursts out of the jello. He swims out of the slime. <laughs> All right. And he's now at the base of the ladder. Although he can't really climb the ladder on his own, so he's just kind of stuck. All right. He's got to wait. Tokus. Um, is Aslo going to go before the slime? Yes. As is already right underneath you. Right. Holding the rope up for you to grab. Right. So I will item interaction, grab the rope. And if I drag Stripey, is it going to hit... Is Stripey going to hit Aslo? Technically, yes, but... Don't worry about that. I'll take it. I'll take the bludgeoning damage. It's not going to damage you. <laughs> All right. Hold on tight, Aslo, and I start hauling <laughs> Stripey up with myself, and I'm going to move, move up the ladder. Move as far as I can. Still long strided. All right. Nice. You climb up. Aslo, you climb up. Yep. Climb like the wind. And the slime tries to follow you, just ends up being at the bottom of the ladder, not able to climb up because can't do that. Just perfect. Good. Good. 
And the others can't see you, so you all managed to make it to the top of the ladder. And I think we're out of initiative here. Oh. You can run. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> wow. You've managed to escape the underworld. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I curl up and take a nap. Same. <laughs> Immediately. I don't think we can rest until we get out of these sewers. Also, I don't want to rest until we get out of these sewers. I use the bracer. I use the armlet. The armband. That's true. So, like... Can you use your gauntlets of strength to rip the ladder off the wall? Oh, that's a good point. Could I do something to sabotage the ladder? It's pretty... You said it's pretty rickety. Can try. Can try. Make a strength check. I'll give you a strength check. Strength check of the ages. <laughs> um, that is an 18 plus number. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. What is this, athletics? And just straight strength. Just strength. Sure. So, that's... I mean, that's... Yeah, that's 22. Yeah, I mean, this ladder's ready to be pulled off or fall off at any point anyway. So you hmm. break through the rusty screws, pull the ladder off, and then you can just drop it down, and it becomes half as tall. Nice. Good riddance. Actually, I don't know if I want to drop it down. Could I pull the ladder up? Yeah, just pull it up. Yeah, true. <laughs> I want to pull it up, actually, even if it means, like, bending it. Like, like. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a lot harder to pull it up and out, but... Well, I've got t- two characters next to me that could cast help, or use the help action. <laughs> <laughs> I cast the help action. <laughs> like, if this is the easiest way for them to get up without, like, that special caster guy, like, literally, like, reshaping reality or whatever, stone, <laughs> like, I think this would buy us a lot more time if we did something to the ladder, so... Agreed. Pull that thing up. Yeah. Because like if I throw it down, they can just... Set it back up again. Lay it up against the wall. Yeah. Yeah, we pull it up. Okay, so you like pull it up eight feet or so until it hits the ceiling, and then you just kind of hammer it until it bends, and then you pull it some more. Guys, help, help. We got to dismantle this. I get out my screwdriver and start taking apart the screws. <laughs> All right. It'll take you a few minutes to fully pull it out. All right. Yeah, that's fine. And I guess once it's up we could just lay it in that room like i don't want to take it with us i just that's fine yeah next question is can we find something to cover the opening or block it isn't there a door yeah yeah like the underworld had that door to it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there's the door down there and then there's also the door that leads into the tunnel that ends in this shaft going down with the ladder yeah Mm. so we rip the door off its hinges and (laughs) lay it over the top (laughs) or something you want to get another strength check out of me jay yeah, man. How sturdy is the door? Why don't we just take the table and lay the table over it? Oh, that's right. There's a table in here, too. Like, you were saying that this is a very narrow shaft. Yeah, right. So Where you are now is just a hallway. There's nothing in here. Right, but I mean, like, the where the ladder was down, you were saying, was narrow. Yeah, the room that leads in, where we found the ring originally. There's a bed. There's a, Yeah, we could use the bed. Like Yeah, right. Is there something big we could just lay over the hole, essentially, the... Tunnel. That room is down below. That's where the ladder was. All that stuff was in the room below. Oh, that's all below us. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I was okay. getting confused. Okay, gotcha. Is there anything we think we could use? Sounds like it's just a hallway. Yeah. Yeah, just the door if we can get it off the hinges. I think we're in pretty good shape. I say we just leave at this point. <laughs> yeah, they have to somehow, the ooze handler has to like communicate to the ooze to move. Well, the idea of the door is if they have any grappling hooks or anything. Hmm. Oh, I see. The door prevents them from gripping to the sides of the shaft at the top. That's true. Okay, well, well, if you guys want to help me, I think we might be able to rip this door off. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get the door. Let's do it. Yep. Can they use the help action? Sure. Okay, how does that work? Just advantage. Okay. 
Alright guys, come on, we gotta rip this thing off. Oh, that's pretty Alright, let's do it. Pretty good, but I bet I can roll better. <laughs> well, that was worse. Alright, so twelve. <laughs> Twelve's not gonna do it. I mean you could keep on trying, but it's just taking longer and longer if you wanna do that. That's fine. We we can take long as long as we want. Let's give it another attempt. Yeah. I'll grab my crowbar out of my pack and start mm. trying to pry the door off the hinges. So you've got your tools, you've got your strength. It's probably the easiest thing would just be to pop the hinge itself out. Mm-hmm. Right. And then pull the whole thing off without actually breaking anything. It's got half pin barrel hinges. All just you need is leverage. the proper leverage. <laughs> the proper leverage. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. So you spend probably five minutes prying it off. And taking it over to the hole. Sweet. All right. Perfect. Cover it up. Drop it down. And uh, pop it. Lock it. We probably have five minutes considering they don't have a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Ooh's got to get out of the way. <laughs> right. Like he's got to like... He's probably just standing there thirsting for a little <laughs> tunnel. Also, throwing a grappling hook 60 feet into the air through a five foot hole, probably not going to happen anytime soon anyway. With a door over it, yeah. Right. <laughs> we take some pinions and like hammer them through the door to like really right. like... Not kidding. <laughs> we really tack it down. All right. We skedaddle. We get the heckers out of there. So... After who knows how many days down in the sewers and in the underworld beneath Nanette, weary and exhausted from your travails, but victorious in many ways, you emerge from the sewers as the last light of the setting sun fades below the horizon. Shines upon the keyhole. (laughs) (laughs) On Durin's day. When the thrush knocks. Oh, thank God. Sweet giblets. Can't believe it. Finally, <laughs> we need to find a place to rest because I've got to sleep off this uh, charge from the armband. It's mm. true. Also, all the damage you took. Well, yeah, that too. I'm I'm covered in my own blood. <laughs> You're almost dead. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We just go back to the Sapphire Saber, alert everybody, unleash the hounds, and then just crash in our extra dimensional rooms for like two days. <laughs> um, we'll also want to get the crown back from Mernie. Yep. I was going to say, can we check our... We should check our bags. Oh, we checked the satchel. <laughs> yeah. So you check your bag, and it looks like Mernie has not yet checked in. Okay. Perfect. Okay, he hasn't taken the crown. All right. Take the crown back. Grab that, grab the money. Let's go to the store. Uh, we have a hun- extra hundred gold pieces. Do people want to take it back on their sheets? Yeah, that's fine. Although I thought we were going to go to the shop and see if I could buy a, a pearl here. True. Well, let's go to the Sapphire Saber first. First things first. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying we might need the crown to rally the Sapphire Sabers. We can tr- we can try to convince them without the help of the crown. Sure. But yeah, we may true. need the power of the crown to do it. It takes an hour to cast Identify. Is it? Oh. Ritual casting time, one minute. Oh, it's a minute? I thought it was an hour. Hmm. Okay. Can be used on an object or creature, ritual casting time, one minute. Oh, that's right. It's to prevent it from taking an hour with the standard rules of short rest. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. All right, so just for now, everybody take your gold back. Sure. Just so we remember that we have it and we don't just lose 100 gold for no reason. <laughs> sure. And then we go straight to the Sapphire Saber. You rush back through the city. You arrive at the guild. Everything seems to be normal. Everyone, stop being normal right now. <laughs> what is with this normalcy in here? Don't you understand? I run to the center of the room, the center of the main, like, whatever room it is, and I just scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> ah! 
Really? Or? Yes, actually. <laughs> red alert! Red alert! All adventures! Calling all hands! All hands on deck! Calling all cars! Calling all cars! <laughs> Hold on. Do we really want to draw that attention to us? I mean, we have... Yes. Like, we literally do have the cult. We have the cult pinned down in a subterranean tunnel, and we have the most powerful adventures in the city. Maybe we should be more tactful about how we do it. How so? The only way to really get people's attention, Tokus, is to get their attention. Shaba, they haven't done <laughs> stuff in the past. They've kind of poo-pooed the cult, and I'm suspicious as to whether or not the Sapphire Sabers actually really on our side. Like, what if they're cult members in the Sapphire Sabers? I just don't know who to trust anymore. Sure, there might be scattered Some. cult members that have infiltrated, but they're not all going to be cult members, right? Can we, like, talk to specific members of the Sapphire Saber? Who's around? Anybody we know? We just, we tell everyone. <laughs> no, we just report what's going on. No, no, we, like, literally just make as much of a commotion as we possibly can. <laughs> right, we turn the tables. <laughs> sure. To get everybody, like, really paying attention to us, who has been just nothing but pacifists this entire time. <laughs> we have a treasure trove of evil down there. This is like one of those situations where like one of the cultists has like mass teleport and we're like, see, see, they're in there. They're down. They're under the sewers. And then they're just like, <laughs> yeah. where are they? they? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or they found the exit that we couldn't out of the tunnel. That's like the one in a million. Yeah. We want these guys to Leroy Jenkins this passageway <laughs> and just get down there and have their way with them. And wipe. <laughs> I also don't want to send like members of the Sapphire Saber to their doom. So we need to make sure... They're not going to their doom if they're in an army of adventurers against these cultists. We've got, like, super high-level adventurers who are very competent and capable. We're just unleashing this force on them. Yeah. Okay. Rivenend, who's still at the front desk there, <laughs> he starts yelling at you, like, please, please, quiet down, quiet down. What's the matter, man? Rivenend, you don't understand. There's no time for normalcy right now. The cult, the very cult of Altoria is beneath our feet. The cult is beneath our very feet. We need to gather every able-bodied body and go down there and face them and vanquish them now. I look around for the, for the tallest point in the room that I can stand on, and then I start crawling up Shaba's back to stand on his head. Yes. <laughs> and I say, everyone, everyone listen to me. We have... The cult of Altoria. Do you touch the crown to make sure that it's working? Yeah, I kind of adjust it a little bit. I shine <laughs> it with my fingers. So you're just yeah. wearing that publicly visible running through the street? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I'll stash it in my bag until we get into the Sapphire Saber, where it's potentially safer. Yeah, definitely put it on now, for sure. Yeah. But then I put it on, I climb Shaba's back, I stand on his head, and I say, Everyone, listen! We have the cult of Altoria is right beneath our very feet, like Shaba just said. We need to gather all of you to go down there and stop them, because you're the only ones who can do it. Now, who's with me? Yeah! No, don't ask that question yet. See what they say first. You're all with me, whether you like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) There are a handful of other adventurers in the room right now. They all look rather taken aback at what is going on. Most of them don't seem to have any real idea of what you're talking about. I mean, the the cult news has been posted on the bulletin board for a little while now, but it's not like it's been a, a major thing for that the guild's been working on for very long. Or at least publicly working on. Mm. Yeah. One of the men nearby is, 
just looks at you and says, What are you talking about, the cults beneath our feet? They're in the sewers. The cult has been operating in the sewers to do really bad stuff, and they're on their way up. We managed to barricade them in, but I imagine that will only last a short time. They're in the sewers doing nefarious deeds for nefarious purposes. What more do you need? We have our copied rendition. Like, I sketched out the sewers, right? Because they might not even know that there's a city beneath the city. Yeah. We could, like, make a battle plan with them. I would imagine not everyone thinks every day about the sewer system. Well, some of them might not even know that there's essentially a city beneath us Mm -hmm. in in the sewers. That's true. If you're looking to get a group together to go down with you, you're going to need to talk to some of the higher-ups. Maybe put together a commission. That's exactly who we want to talk to. The higher-ups. The higher-up are the better. Ribbonen, we don't have much time, though. They could be breaking through the barricade any second. Right. This is a time-sensitive matter. Who's actually here? Who's the highest up we can talk to? Right now. Ribbonen starts looking through his logs to try to see who's currently available in the building. You've been loud enough and causing enough of a ruckus that you've attracted some attention from the tavern area. And you actually see a face you sort of recognize. You see Elindria Faceworn. Ah, yes. Mm. Elindria. The Mithril class member emerges from the tavern and looks you over. Elindria Faceworn. I swore I've seen that face before. You must help us, Elindria. You believe us, don't you? She just stands there for about 20 seconds, gazing into each of your eyes in turn as if she's trying to read your expression and understand what you're thinking. I believe you are telling the truth. Oh, thank goodness. I'll put together an emergency commission and see if anyone who is currently available is willing to join us. 